Welcome back. This is part three of Thailand Tales on Real and Shared. All right, so in this episode, I am going to try to finish off all of the southern part of my journey, like southern Thailand and the beaches and stuff. I'm going to try to do that in this episode without speaking too fast. (laughs) So this next part of my journey was actually my favorite. I fell in love with this island called Koh Lanta. I can't remember who told me to go there. But I listened to them and I'm glad that I did. So I sailed from PP Islands to Kolanta. And when I got there, um, my hostel was on the other side of the island. I don't know how I chose this hostel. I think the vibes looked cool and the pictures seemed great. Everything just stood out to me as like, a, I have to go there. Like when I was on Hostel World looking for a hostel. Um, yeah, but it was on the other side of the island from where the boat dropped me off. And I, at this point, I was taking too many taxis. Like, I took too many taxis um, when I was, like, on that island for the full moon party and stuff. And it was, it was already getting to be too much. And I was like, you know what? I looked at how, how long it was to walk there. And I forget. I'm going to look it up. But <laughs> I was like, I have hiked in the mountains before for, like, 32 kilometers. If I can do that... I can walk for sure to this hostel. It's going to be no problem. Okay, so I just looked it up because the hostel is called Hay Beach Hostel, by the way, if you want to go, (laughs) if you're considering Thailand. So it's around two hours and 15 minutes, give or take. But, and I was like, okay, that's nothing. I've I've hiked for way longer than that. I can totally walk there. I'm going to save money. It's a beautiful, sunny day. I'm going to do it. But um, let's keep in mind... It is sweltering hot there, so humid. My body still had not like fully adjusted like to this heat. It was unbearable. I had to stop and take so many breaks and drinks of water and I was getting a headache. It was so intense. I felt like I was, you know, like walking in a desert with no end in sight and it was so painful. Painful as in like... It was challenging me mentally to keep going, keep walking, and it took everything in me to say no whenever, like, someone would pass by on a tuk-tuk or a scooter and be like, do you want to ride? And in my head, I was like, no, no, just keep saying no. (sighs) As much as this sucks right now, it'll, it'll be fine when I finally get there. I will feel so proud of myself for doing this and not paying stupid amounts of money for taxis and a lift. And so I kept saying no to everybody because they could see me struggling. You can tell that I'm not from Thailand or from that area. And I'm struggling <laughs> and I'm running out of water, but I kept going. And I remember when I finally arrived there, like I was so sweaty. It looked like I jumped in a swimming pool. I was just drenched. And the guy at the desk was like, you okay? It's like, I don't know. I just walked here. And he was in shock that I like spent... I don't know how long, probably like twice the amount of time, maybe it took four hours, I'm not sure how long, but he was so impressed, he's, he couldn't believe I walked, but I made it to this sick hostel. So this hostel was pretty sweet, because right away I made some fun friends, and had some. we had some great times together, and some great experiences happened on this island, um, so... <laughs> Um, when I put my stuff out up on my bunk, like I chose a bunk bed, 
top bunk, hooray. I don't like to be on a bottom bunk in hostels when I'm traveling solo. I just feel safer on the top with all my stuff on the top. Um, harder to access and steal things, you know? Um, so after getting set up and everything and checking in, I go to the bathroom because obviously I have to go to the bathroom and I want to clean up a little bit because I'm so sweaty and stinky. And I get there and uh, uh, if he, or if you're listening to this, I'm not going to you're gonna, we're gonna, I'm gonna talk about you, okay? So your name is, what is your name in this story? Your name can be, um, Sam. So I go into the bathroom and I see this guy flossing his teeth and he has sunglasses on. I can't wait, does he have sunglasses on? I don't know, but I know that he's high as hell. (laughs) And right away, I think he's super cute, so I'm super awkward, but we introduce ourselves and, um, he says, you know, my sister, uh, she works at a dentist and she said flossing is the most important thing to do. It's even more important than brushing your teeth. So I floss whenever I remember to floss my teeth. That's why I'm flossing. And it was like so random. And he was just telling me about the importance of flossing. (laughs) I think it's because he's really high. And I just remember thinking it was hilarious. And at the same time, while he was doing that, I was hand washing my clothes because I wasn't going to pay for laundry. I didn't even know where to go, but I needed to, I I was running out of clean stuff. So I was hand washing some items and then hanging them up to dry in the um, washroom area. Didn't think much of it, just left my clothes there. And then I go back into the room with Sam and we meet these other two guys who are also in the room with us. We're all in the same room. And very quickly, we all became, like, our own little group of friends at Hay Beach Hostel, hanging out all the time. We would all get high together, drink together, play games together. It was great. The vibes were so good. And then I had to go check on my clothes at one point, though. And I cannot believe this. So (laughs) when I went to go collect my clothes that have now dried after I don't know how long, um... I saw a monkey holding my underwear and it ran away when it saw me. I was like, hey, those are mine. And it just took my underwear and ran away. It stole my clothing. That was funny, but damn you, because I was so short on underwear after that. (laughs) But anyway, I forgave the monkey. It's just material items. Yeah, my new friends and I, we were having such a good time. And one night the sun went down and we got high on the beach. And we just kept making circles in the sand, like spirals and like patterns with our feet, like dragging our feet along in the sand. And then we stepped back and looked at like what we created and we're like, whoa, that's really cool. We did that while we were high. (laughs) And there were also so many dogs at this hostel, which made it, oh, it was just so like warm and welcoming. And I could have stayed there forever, honestly. But speaking of dogs, so Sam and I like started hanging out most of the time together because he's traveling solo I'm traveling solo the other two guys were brothers or best friends or something so like when you meet another solo person you tend to stick with them so you can like travel and do things together so Sam and I we heard about this um dog shelter and so we went together to this place I think it was called like Atlanta Animal Welfare I'm Googling it, so I'm I'm looking at it. I think this is it. I think this is the right one. And they rescue dogs, mainly dogs, and cats, I think. Um, And they put them up for adoption and stuff. So 
and you're able to go there and help out and volunteer to walk the dogs. So we went there and we walked a dog named Charlie, who was very um, like skittish, a lot of anxiety, uh, and doesn't really get along with other dogs. So we had to just be very firm with him. But it was just such a uh, such a like wholesome experience and. It was just so lovely and just seeing all these dogs and seeing what they're doing, helping them out and giving them homes like this dog, Charlie, that we walked. Um, Someone from Miami was adopting him, so he was off to Miami very soon and it was just so nice, such a lovely experience. And like side note, I'm like, my crush on this dude is slowly like increasing, but I'm trying to like hide it and pretend I'm just, you know, his bro. (laughs) And whenever we went places, he had a scooter and I couldn't drive. I mean, I could have got my own scooter, but they are so heavy and I don't like, okay, so I asked him, I was like, can I try driving your scooter just so I can get a feel for it? Because I wanted to know if I could drive my own scooter because they give it out to anybody. I didn't, I wouldn't have to show my license. Um, But why I didn't get my own scooter was because when I tried to drive Sam's scooter, Oh my gosh, they are so heavy and I'm tiny, not tiny, but small and I'm not very strong. So when I tried to like turn the thing, when I'm pressing on the gas, I couldn't get it to turn and I just went zooming into a little swamp. Um, Luckily, like some branches and like thick, tall grass stopped me. Otherwise, um, I would have fucked up that scooter, scooter and myself if I went further into that swamp. It was like this dirty little pond thing. But I crashed his scooter. Oops. <laughs> oh my god. How, how did that, like, then there's these like tiny Thai women driving them perfectly fine. How are they doing that? With like kids on top, just like sitting on the handlebars and things. Like, what? I was so confused. I, I couldn't drive it. <laughs> so... After finding out, we, I can't drive it. Um, Sam continues driving. And we go on an adventure one day. <clears throat> um, pretty far south on the island. So it's quite a bit of a drive on the scooter. Wait, let me backtrack. Rewind before we decide to go on the scooter. So Sam was like, hey, I want to do mushrooms and go on a trip while I'm here in Thailand. Do you want to do it with me? And at first I was very skeptical and I didn't want to. And he was just telling me how great it is. It's going to be fine. Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, you know what, YOLO, I have one life. I'm going to, I might as well experiment and try new things. And what's the worst that can happen? So we're walking for a while along the beach in Kalanta, like this beach from our hostel. We just keep walking and walking. We're trying to find this place that sells mushy shakes. (laughs) I have no idea how Sam found the place or heard of it. I think maybe his friend told him. And so we're like loosely going off of what we're supposed to be looking for. It's like Jamaican themed, I think. Um, Like very like Bob Marley vibes as well inside. But we couldn't find it, and then we discovered that we actually can't walk there, and that's when we decided to take the scooter. So we're driving there, and we're in this place. It's really cool, but I honestly feel like, because I've never, like, it wasn't really, like, widely accepted. 
at the time yet. And so like, I felt like we were going to this place and doing something illegal. Well, I don't, is it illegal there? I don't even know, but I just felt like we were doing illegal shit. And I felt like we were like committing a crime. I was like, Oh my God. I just, I felt like such a badass a little bit too. And there's like, um, yeah, I was like, Oh God, what am I, what am I getting myself into? And we watched the guy like brew up some stuff and we're not supposed to say anything about like what we're drink, what's in our drink and stuff to other people. But like he makes this concoction and then he splits it up between two drinks um, so that there's two mushroom shakes, one for Sam and one for me. And then we put them on the scooter. Well, I think I'm holding them so that <laughs> they don't get spilt. And then we drive back to um, an area near our hostel to do the mushroom shakes. Do the mushroom shakes? Drink the mushroom shakes. <laughs> oh, I forgot. At this point in our friendship, we've gotten like pretty comfortable with each other, like hanging out one-on-one a lot and doing um, adventures together and exploring. So Sam, uh, at this point, had asked me, he's like, do you want to take a break from hostel life and um, spend a night or two? I think it was one night or one night? One night or two nights. I can't remember. It might have just been one night. I really don't remember. But (laughs) take a break from hostel life and um, stay in a, like, little bit of a fancier place, like a little hotel motel thing and it was right near like hay hostel like the hay beach hostel so it was right in the same area so at this point when we're doing the mushroom shake stuff like we had migrated to this little hotel just to have a little bit of a break and be in a comfortable space when we do trip rather than being in a hostel and you know there's a bunch of other people around so this way it's like just me and sam so yeah so we go back to our little hotel room and prepare i mean well prepare like just like get in the right mindset make sure everything we need is where we want it to be and yeah so okay this is my first time tripping on mushrooms the experience here we go ready i don't know why i said ready of course you're ready so i i vividly remember this um there's a little table and two chairs right outside the door to our um, hotel room and we have our mushy shakes in hand and we cheers. And at the same time, we just start drinking them (laughs) and we finished them started at the same time. And then we just, we just had to sit there and wait basically for it to kick in. I think it took about a half an hour. Uh, we were waiting for a while though. And we were just like, we kept asking each other, like, do you feel anything? No, do you? No. And I was like, is this even going to work? Like what? And then I remember a specific moment when like a fly landed on the table between us, some sort of fly of some sort. And I was just watching it crawl around on the table. And then I just started giggling. And then Sam looked at me. He's like, you're getting high. It's hitting you. I was like, "Is really? Because I'm giggling? He's like, yeah, you wouldn't just be giggling staring at a fly like that. <laughs> I was like, oh, I just thought it was funny the way it looks and the way it's just like looking at me as it's crawling around and then he's like yeah you're high and I was like okay maybe I am getting high I feel a little bit different I feel kind of funny and um Sam was um noticing that the trees in front of us we had like a view of some trees in the distance he was like whoa the trees for me are like starting to move and he's like do you see that and I was like no like nothing is moving like everything looks normal to me they're just blowing a little bit in the wind 
And he's like, no, they're like doing some cool like dance. And I was like, what? I'm not seeing any of this. And I was kind of disappointed because he was getting like these cool visuals. Apparently I wasn't getting any visuals. I was just feeling differently, like internally. And I always found that super interesting. Even like looking back, we had the exact same mixture of stuff with mushrooms in it. Like it was, it came from the same batch, just split into two different cups. Yet he was having an experience that was very visual. And I was having an experience that was, I had no visuals at all. It was just very internally magical. And I felt like deeply connected to mother nature, mother earth, um, yeah, to nature in itself. And he, on the other hand, was like seeing a bunch of stuff. And I was so, that interested me so much. I was like, I wonder why that is. Like maybe I wasn't open-minded enough to, to be able to see that. I don't know. It's so interesting. But anyway, so once they kick in, we're like, let's go to the beach because the sun was setting and that would be amazing on mushrooms. <laughs> so we get to the beach and I'm still feeling the exact same way. Uh, I'm just, and I'm honestly just in awe. Like everything just looked so much more beautiful. And I, I was appreciating things so much more. So like I wasn't having any visuals, but things just looked more beautiful. I like had new lenses on. It's like I put on like a different pair of lenses, like a new perspective just came over me. And I was just appreciating everything. And I, I was like appreciating my body and my feet and the fact that I could feel the sand between my toes and everything in the water. Oh my gosh, when I went in the water and the sun setting, I felt like I was in a Disney movie or some sort of like magical movie. It just seemed so surreal. I couldn't believe how beautiful everything was and so vibrant. Um, but Sam didn't come in with me. He sat on the like near the water's edge and watched me swim. And oh my gosh, I was having the time of my life. I felt like a mermaid. <laughs> I was just, yeah, it was, I don't need, I have, I have no words. I have no words for you. I'm sorry. I just, I felt like a mermaid in a Disney movie and I, I loved life. And I felt like even when I was standing in the ocean, like my feet on the ground, like the ocean floor, I just felt like my whole body was radiating into, into the earth. Like, and the earth was running through me. Kind of like that acid trip I had when I hugged the tree. Like, I just felt a deep connection to everything I was touching. It was unbelievable. And this is another strange thing that happened. So, like, while I was having a great time um, and doing my own thing, pretending I was a mermaid, I had this moment where I was like, wait, I should just, like, look back and see how Sam's doing. Also, I don't know why I said another strange thing. It's not strange to experience the world through beautiful lenses. I just mean, like... I, I've never experienced it before, so it was strange to me. Like, I guess I was, like, unfamiliar. But then this ne next thing that happened was kind of like an intuitive thing. Is almost It was almost as if the universe could speak to me. It was telling me how to be. I felt like I knew the answers to everything. And I remember feeling, also sim similarly to the acid trip, um, the answer is love. You just pour out love into the planet, into the earth, into other people. And love comes back to you and you feel love. And I also felt like the universe was telling me, you need to go check on your friend. Go check on Sam. Like he didn't come into the water for a reason. 
So, and it's like, I can't even explain to you. It's like someone spoke to me from above. I, I'm just saying the universe. And it told me to go check in on Sam. And then, so I listened and I went back in and I asked how he was doing. And he's like, I'm not doing well at all. Like, I feel really ill. I feel really sick. And he wanted to go back to the room. So I was like, whoa, that's so weird. I told him, I was like, the universe told me to leave the water and to come check on you. Yeah, it was, that, that was wild. <laughs> so there's not much left to the mushroom trip. But like after the sun went down and then we were in our hotel room, that's when I started getting a bit anxious. I was noticing a lot of anxiety. And I'm not sure if that was because there was no more sunlight. It's dark. And then I, I was starting to like overthink. And I was like, oh my God, I'm in this hotel room with this person I don't even really know. Like, who is he really? And I was just psyching myself out. And I remember him, he's like, when you, I said, I need to go to the bathroom. And he's like, okay, just don't look at yourself in the mirror. I was like, what? That's a weird thing to say. So I go in the bath, I go in the bathroom. Of course, I look at myself in the mirror and I'm just like, whoa, who is that? And I'm just like staring at myself for so long. And I guess I didn't realize how long I was in there. I was in there for like hours, apparently. But not just because I was like so in awe with like what, uh, like my reflection, but also because I was scared. I don't know why I was feeling so scared. Like I was hanging out with Sam for so long and I was fine with him. And then I got so much anxiety and I was just scared. (laughs) So I like, I waited it out on the bathroom floor for a while. And then I finally got back out and I like laid on the bed and pretended to sleep. So Sam, if you are listening to this, you know, you, you know, your name's not Sam, but, um, yeah, sorry about that. I was I was faking it. I was faking my sleep because I was scared. I don't even know why I was scared. But up in like everything before going back into the hotel room was was great. It was awesome. And there was no reason to be afraid of Sam either. My mind was just on overdrive. Like my anxiety was just playing tricks on me. Um and yeah, but that was my my first time tripping on mushrooms and it was in Thailand and it was so magical, so amazing. Ah. Uh, So after this um, little break from the hostel, we parted ways. Sam was going off to do his own thing, and I think he was going to Malaysia or something. And then I was contemplating actually staying in Koh Lanta because I loved it so much. And on one of our little explorations, we found these bamboo huts, and I was just going to kind of stay there and live there for a bit and just eat a bunch of fruit and just kind of have this spiritual awakening and just be by myself um but at the same time that idea made me slightly nervous just because I also would be so far away from everyone because it was further like way down south and I can't drive scooters and I'd have no contact really with anybody I don't know I liked the idea because it scared me but it scared me too much to actually do it So then I was like, all right, maybe let's wrap up the southern portion because I still have a lot more of Thailand to explore. Um, And I still had all of the whole north part. And so I was like, all right, maybe I'll just go to Krabi and let's skip the bus situation. (laughs) And I, I was like, I decided I would just fly from Krabi, I think, yeah, Krabi to Chiang Mai. So I went from Koh Lanta then to Krabi. And I had a, I think I had a night or two in Krabi before I flew. So I went to a night market in Krabi because I had to, I have to go to a night market in Thailand when I'm there. 
it was really cool. Um, the only thing that was a bit of a struggle for me, though, because I was newly vegan, like only a month or two into being a vegan. So I had no idea what to look for. And, you know, they're not they don't really speak English. They're not going to be able to tell me, you know, this doesn't have a, have eggs in it or this doesn't have dairy. So I, I didn't really eat too much. Uh, I had to be picky. Uh, I ate a few things, um, and the shows were really cool. There were people, like, doing fire spinning and a bunch of other stuff. Um, but one thing I did tell myself that I would eat just because I have to do something wild. I always have to. Um, and I allowed myself this one pass um, as a new vegan just because I, I knew I would never do it again. <laughs> and I, I don't know when I would ever have this opportunity anyway. So I went to this place that sold bugs to eat. <laughs> I'm not brave enough to eat a spider. Oh, God. But they had cockroaches. I think they were cockroaches or grasshoppers, some sort of thing like that. And I asked for one, but she gave me a whole cup. <laughs> so I said, oh, they were, they were crickets. That's what it was. She gave me this cup of crickets. Like, I, like I'm going to walk around eating a cup of crickets like they're chips. No, I just wanted one cricket. So I, I took the cricket with the like sticks, I think, that they give you, and I, I chewed on it. I have a video of myself doing it. I'm, I can picture the video in my head. Ugh. That was, uh, I can't remember what it tasted like. I just don't like knowing that something with legs and eyeballs, it's in my mouth, you know? And I could feel the legs and... And the texture of the body, I did not like it at all. It was, but I ate it and I swallowed it and I was like, mm, I did it. I, I ate a cricket, I ate a bug, I did it. Um, but I was not finishing that cup. So I left it on the coffee table in um, my crabby hostel for someone else to enjoy. But yeah, that was interesting. I ate a bug. Go me. <laughs> I almost kind of wish I ate something bigger and more daring so I can, you know, report back and be like, oh yeah, I took a, a bite of a tarantula. Oh God. Oh, honestly, the, ugh, the thought of that is making me gag. Mm. Ooh. Oh, I really, I really honestly just got queasy just then. I, oh, I literally just pictured myself taking a bite out of a tarantula. Oh, I think it's because I recently saw someone, his name is Jordan Tooley or something on Instagram. He went somewhere and he ate a tarantula and he's taking a video of himself doing it. And then his like face blew up and he got like an infection from eating the tarantula. But it, ugh, ugh. the thought of it is just so gross. I can't even. Oh, my God. How do people do that? How do people eat tarantulas like on the on the regular? Anyway, the cricket was enough for me. Um, but yeah, that was my last little hurrah down south was the night market. And then I flew to the northern part of thailand and that's where we will kick off next week's episode so stay tuned for chiang mai where i try to get a tattoo where i get heat stroke a bunch of stuff happens <laughs> you don't want to miss it all right thank you for listening keep it real keep it wild i don't think i said that in a while so okay Peace out.